welcome, welcome to Nubian Queen Radio Talk Show and Podcast. We are here on tonight to introduce a beautiful soul on tonight. And before we get started, I want you to let you know that I am your host, Queen Yolanda Mitchell, and our co-host on tonight is Queen Ernestine Smith. My God, so I'm going to introduce to you all the beautiful Queen Tina Marie. She is an empowerment strategist coach. Um, since 1998, Tina Marie Rodriguez has proudly served her community in many capacities. She is a national expert in the field of self-empowerment and leadership development. Tina Marie is a beacon of hope, traveling the world, sharing her life is a gift brand, teaching, personal, and professional systems that build human connections. As a heart-led speaker, the she demonstrates a history of overcoming some of life's most difficult tra- challenges. Tina Marie Rodriguez is the author of for the fourth of the forthcoming book, The Empowerment System That Builds Human Connections and The Journey of Me and Pieces and a Miss Throwaway from Sunset Park. Since nineteen ninety one, Tina Marie has created communications based curriculums and signature programs from conferences, goers, and attendees, helping meeting planners achieve their desired outcome and learning objectives. Her background and experience has put her center stage upholding peace, being a champion for the underdog and an advocate of the voices. She has acted as a trusted advisor to some of the most prestigious service leaders in the business community, city council, senators, and borough presidents within New York City. Tina Marie's strong skill as a facilitator is clearly defined by her ability to teach and her passion to keep her audience engaged in the content in her um, presentations interactive. Her compassionate and patient style allows attendees to visual go to visual goals take charge of the objectives, and follow a roadmap on the journey to a successful destination. Serving as CEO of Tina Marie's Speak LLC, she is a seasoned entrepreneur, and her career endeavors range from being a crisis intervention paraprofessional, special education teacher, a sergeant serving in the NYPD, auxiliary police officer, community liaison, liaison for the Office of Emergency Management, and for New York FEMA, one third, come on, facilitator for Ready for Ready New York for Kids, immigration, paralegal, academic directors, and counselors, special needs, children, and adults, come on now. Tina Marie Rodriguez has worked with some of the most successful, has worked with the most successful people here come on and that also um she's helping develop develop um uh, local regional state and national level she has also been very successful at delivering services excellence to a small medium and large size organization tina marie rodriguez is a frequent guest on podcast zoom StreamYard meetings, online summits webinars as well as numerous radio and tv appearances Woo! Tina Marie Queen, what have you yes. done? No, we got God in the building. God is God has used me. God has used me mightily. Amen. Yes, you have. 
Yes, he has in many and many, many and many, many ways and uh, many endeavors. I'm talking about you have done some phenomenal things. Almost hard to even start, you know, asking the questions because it's like, my God, he has done everything. It's like, where do you start when you really want to ask somebody like this? You know, what has she done? It's like, that's not even a question. What have you not done is the question. But I do have a question for you. <laughs> I do have a question for <laughs> So as a life coach and a strategist, how do you empower others to be resilient? Because you know, you know, listen, and these days, it's just not, I mean, People are getting weary. They're getting tired. They're getting, you know, their 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 faith is not where you know it, it, it could be or should be because things are not as as easy as it used to be. And things that nature. So, how do you, um, in this point, uh, help people, help to empower others to be resilient? Um, that you know, Queen, that's a great question, and that has come through. I can take a personal page out of my own playbook. I'm very transparent. I don't hide nothing. Uh I'm on a journey. I'm on Uh a journey right now that just started on December 13th. In a couple of days, in about two weeks, it'll be almost a year, I was diagnosed with breast cancer and lung cancer. Mm. So I I literally use my own life to what I've been through. I give you daily exercises. Um, I will get on the phone with you. I will cry with you. I will listen to you. I will say, okay, if you want to go do this, come on, I'll go with you. Even if, you know, I'm not up to it. Come on, let's go. We're going to go. I, um, I will be your virtual cheerleader or I will be your in-person cheerleader. I will right. tell you, come on, let's pray. And I don't care what faith you're in. I don't care if you, and I say it all the time, I don't care if you believe in a pizza Puff the magic dragon, running down Tara Boulevard in a purple suit. Let's go. I'll run with you. Right. But just don't give up. I believe I'm in stealing hope. I believe in stealing hope, which for me is helping people open their eyes. You mm-hmm. still can make it. If you're breathing, you still can make it. If God woke you up this morning or however you believe, we as believers know. He got us up this morning. We got to see another sunrise. So it ain't no, you know, there are small things I will do. I will pick up the phone. I'm old school. I love getting letters and cards in the mail. I will send a card versus sending an email. I will send a text, hey, how you doing? Even if it's got to be the craziest emoji, she goes, well, okay, this chick is crazy. But I'll send it just to get you to smile. You know, Mm -hmm. and as far as resilient, I said, listen, We've been through, you know, and I'll go back to certain stories. Listen, we all know about slavery. Listen, if they can make it, we can make it. If we've had zero dollars in the bank, okay, if I have a dollar in the bank, guess what? You're going to have 50 cents and I'm going to have 50 cents. And we'll make something out of it. You know, I will not, I will, if I see somebody... And this has been me for a very long time. If I see somebody in the corner, no, I'm going to drag you out. I'm going to drag you out the corner. I'm going to make you, I'm going to force you literally to have fun. You can get mad at me, and that's all right. But I'm going to make sure you have fun and make sure you know you're valuable. I don't care if I got to pick out, okay, I like the blouse you have on. I think your eyes are beautiful. You know, you got a good heart because that's what connects us. I said, is your heart still beating? As long as your heart's still beating, then we got hope. Come on. 
Say that you know, again. That, as long as your heart is still beating, as we long got as your heart is still Woo. beating, if your heart is still beating, we still have hope. Because remember, yeah. we're not we're not in the grave. We're not in the cemetery. We're not on life support. We are not flatlined. As long as our heart Jeez. is still beating, we got hope. Amen. I love that. And as and Jesus is our hope. He's the source of all our needs. And I tell them, whether you if you're a believer, listen, Jesus is our hope. He my one of my favorite things is he will never leave us nor forsake us. I hold on to that scripture like like the oxygen that I'm breathing. Come on. He will never leave us nor forsake us. And I and I give personal stories. Some people say, Oh, you're too you know, you're too personal. No, because I may be helping somebody else. Yeah. You know, I, I can also tell you another reason to be resilient. The woman that I am today is because my mother's mother raised me and my father's mother raised me. My father was mm-hmm. in the military. He made a life in the military. But mm-hmm. it's a unique story. It, I was born mm-hmm. during the, the beginning of the civil rights era. I was mm-hmm. born five days, four days after Dr. Martin, Dr. King was killed, assassinated. Wow. I became, I'm, I'm of, you may see Rodriguez, but when you look at me, I look Spanish, but I'm truly not. Mm. But that's the way God made me. And my yeah. mother, and I had a very intense, I had a, let, let's say, a very strangled relationship with my mother. She left mm-hmm. me when I was five years old. Wow. Okay. She left me with my grandmother, thank God. She stayed mm-hmm. with me. She says, I can't take you with me where I'm going. We mm-hmm. married, had, you know, and had other children. God bless you. Yes, did it hurt as a child? That's how I learned resilience. Every time Come there on. was a problem, every time there was a problem, there has to be a solution. And I tell people, yeah. let's look for the solution. You, I'm going to give you 30 to 40 minutes to stay in a pity party, then we're out the door and let's, let's look for something else because I'm not going to let you stay stuck there. God didn't allow me to stay stuck there because it's only by the grace of God I am where I am today. Mm. Wow. Listen, that's what that listen, that right there by itself. You know, when mm. you're sitting there saying, you know, mama was not there, daddy was not there, they both had their own thing going on, you know, and, and who raised you, you know, you had to get mm-hmm. you can't stay and like, oh, what was it me? You know, my parents are not you couldn't you couldn't do that. You had to you had to get up and, and keep and you know, keep moving. It's like, okay, but at the end of the day, you're in a good place. Thank God you do have somebody that actually took yeah, out. Yeah, I have my you. grandparents. Yep. Mm-hmm. You had your grandparents and, and some people didn't have that. Yep, so and that's a mm-hmm. that's a blessing. And you know, I didn't mean to I didn't mean to interrupt you, but you know, my dad was in the military. He was in the Vietnam War. He did right. send letters back home, you know, to talk to me. And mm-hmm. it was really, it's difficult when your mother says, no, you can't go with her. So mm-hmm. that was enough. That's how I built my grandmother, the best gift. And like I said to somebody, you know, why, you know, how could you forgive your mother? I said, because that's what we're supposed to do. God forgave us, so who am I not to forgive my mother? I learned that, I mean, when I was younger, I did not understand it. But as I got older and I had my own children, I understood what she was going through at that time, and I forgave her. And I said, listen, Ma, mother, I forgive you. You gave me three things. 
You mm-hmm. gave me a stable home. Come on. You gave me loving grandparents, two sets yes. of loving grandparents, Come and on. my grandmother, who is my mother, mm-hmm. who I say is my mother, gave me the best gift mm-hmm. in life. She gave me Jesus Christ. Ah. Hands down. Right. So Legacy. the 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 lineage, the women that I come from, and what I saw the women that are in my my family lineage, my family legacy that they had to go through. There's nothing I tell people we can't go through. I can also tell you another story from a page from my playbook, which nobody knows, and I will share it with you, my queens and sisters. I was homeless for four days in mm. New York City. My God. Be- because my ex-husband, who was abusive, okay, mm-hmm. decided he no longer, we were in, a, as you know, in my bio, I was a former special education teacher. When I mm-hmm. left that, I became um I opened up my own child care services. I was very successful for 13 years in doing that. Mm-hmm. We were going through some issues. He didn't want to go to counseling, so he chose to leave. And with that, he told the owner of where we had my biz- our business and where we lived, we weren't renewing the lease. Wow. And, you know, because he was, the, the gentleman was old school and, you know, always go to the man first, never went to the woman to ask any questions. Mm-hmm. I came home one night after working to find everything was padlocked. No. And you know how sometimes you live paycheck. I, I, listen, I'm very transparent. At that point in time, I live paycheck to paycheck. Everything right. was accounted for. I said, right. And I'm like, how could you do this to me? I, I, I never said I was leaving. Well, your husband said, and it was through mm. God's good grace and mercy. Those four days built my strength, my character, my courage, my boldness, mm-hmm. and my resiliency. I'm on. To where I can tell people you can get through anything. Wow. Anything. And I mean anything. Anything. Wow. Oh, yeah. But won't trials help you build? Trials will help you build resilience. Trials will help you build perseverance. So that was a that was a great testimony. Thank you for that, Queen. Amen. You're quite welcome. Amen. Thank you. Well, you Mr. know God what? God be the glory. I'm just sitting here in awe. This is Queen Ernestine and just picking back up on who you are and you telling us the foundation that you come from. The only thing that, that just keep dropping in my spirit was you're built for this. Whatever the this is, you're built for this. And I just honor you. Um, I, you know, I believe in giving flowers. So it's just like this is full circle for me on a on a whole personal level because it wasn't even a year ago when the lovely queen, the host, the visionary of this show, Yolanda Mitchell, called me and said God asked me to, um, God told me that, you know, for me to be um, part of this platform with her and just 
you know, a few months ago, maybe a month or two months ago, the same thing happened with you where we met by divine connection and yes, God you and now we share a platform together on my talk show as well on Clubhouse. So with that being said, can you tell the audience, please, ma'am, how did you step out on faith to become the CEO of Tina Marie Speaks? Because when I say the words of wisdom that fall from your mouth, what made you step out on faith to start your own company, your own organization, Tina Marie Speaks? Okay, um, another great question. Um, again, I give to God to be to God be all the glory, because Miss Tina Marie Speaks came out of tragedy, um, which he turned in what the devil meant for harm. God got the victory and the glory. Um, I was working as an academic director for three different schools in New York City. What people don't know, I was hit with a, a sign from 30 feet above. It hit me square in my head. I lost speech. I lost the ability to speak. I lost the ability to read. I lost the ability to write. Mm. And the private um, educational company that I worked for, you know, wasn't, um, let me just say this, he was very deceitful in his business practices. Mm. And he didn't give me time off. And he says, oh, I just need you to sign these papers. I said, I can't sign nothing until I read them. So I forced myself to read these papers, and I said, I'm not signing none of this. And he fired me on the spot. Oh, wow. So I had to, you know, I went into um, another organization where I became a facilitator, but then that's when I saw I was having a lot of trouble putting my words together because of the injury. I had, um, did you ever see, um, you know, the store signs that have the expanded letters? Mm-hmm. Yes. Well, it was a store that was negligent and didn't take care of their property. The letter fell and stuck in my head to where I looked like, the best way I could describe it, I looked like a little turtle in its shell. What? And I had my daughter next to me and I had my foster son at the time with me. And all I kept crying is, bring me my kids, bring me my children. Mm. And they rushed me to the hospital. Thank God there was a hospital nearby for this thing. There was, my brain was so swollen that they couldn't do anything but patch, you know, stitch me up and see wow. me the following day. Wow. And I had a traumatic brain injury. And wow. I said, God, and, you know, it's very hard because, I'm, number one, I'm a teacher. I became an academic, I was promoted to academic director for three schools. And then I'm an avid reader on top of that. I have children to take care of. And I started losing my ability to read and even count money. I said, God, you got to be with me. you got to get me through this. I would pass out and didn't know why. Wow. Because I suffered a traumatic brain injury. So that's another reason why I think God can do anything. You can mm-hmm. do anything. When you put your mind to something and you put God into it somewhere in the equation, he will do anything because it's by God's good grace that I'm still standing. Mm-hmm. And I've met people that of different walks of faith. The woman who helped me that day with the sign still, because I thought I, I lived in New York at the time and it was snowing. So, you know, kids back there used to throw ice balls. It was a snowball but made of ice. So I thought that's what I got hit with. So I just asked the lady, do me a favor. Can you just please get me a tissue so 
I can, you know, just dry off my hair and my head. The woman told me, because I speak three languages, she told me in her language, please, ma'am, don't move. Mm. Don't move. I didn't mm. know what happened until, she, until the letter fell out, out of my head and onto the ground mm-hmm. that I realized what happened. Because when I went to touch my face, it was wet. I thought it was water because it was an ice bowl. There was snow on the ground. When I saw wow. the blood, that's when I started to panic. And I said, God, help me. That's oh. all I said. That's when I saw the, the, the police cars, the, the, the ambulances, and, and, and all of that. I said, just bring me my children. Please bring me my children. That lady never left me. That lady never, ever left me. She held on to my hand. She actually put me in the ambulance with me and made sure my kids were rode in the ambulance with me. So I know I can, t- I, I, I tell people surely you may not believe in God, but I'm living testimony. I'm living because of him. I'm living because of him. Amen. Amen. And that's why, to be honest with you, once I got my ability to answer your question, it, it, Ms. Tina Marie Speaks came out of that tragedy because when I started to learn how to rebuild myself personally and then edu- educationally, I was able to read again. I was able to do financial things again, spiritually do it again, learn how to pray all over again. Every, I had to learn everything all over again. And thank God for my daughter. She was the one who helped me read. So I decided, I, I watched how many people couldn't read. We used to go to the library, spend hours there with her studying her schoolwork and her teaching me, hey, mommy, just get this because I know you like this. Let's read the words. Let's put them together. And I realized how many people, as I got better and stronger, I realized how many people were broken and how many people couldn't read, how many people couldn't do. So I said, God, you got me through this. I'm going to use this company to glorify you. All right. Amen. That's how Miss Tina Marie Speaks came about. And I took a leap of faith, and, it, and it's growing. You know, I moved from New York, and now I'm in the beautiful of Atlanta, Georgia. So, and, it, and it's been growing ever since, and I'm grateful to God for that, even through the pandemic. Amen. And I love the fact that you took your tragedy and you use it to be a service to other people. And it, it, it just speaks not only about your character, but about your heart. And so it's so much meat to you. It's so much meat and potatoes. Ooh, you, it's like a wealth <laughs> treasure, uh, uh, you know, the text that we're giving all these jewels from. So I'm going to pass the mic back to you, Queen Yolanda. Yes, ma'am. I, you know, <laughs> um, just listening to this is, a, I mean, um, a, a blessing. I mean, just to, just to listen to the whole story. I mean, Queen, Tina, you are just phenomenal. I just love you, Minister um, Rodriguez. I mean, just your, Thank you. just everything about you. I mean, I love, I love how you're driven, how you are um, determined, and it's not even about you know you just get into that place by yourself. You, you're saying, now what if there are other people? I want to be the advocate for other people. So all of those yes. things that you went, let's think about it. You you experienced like abandonment. You experienced abuse. You experienced you know, trauma, just those three stories that you, I've heard, those are some very, you know, major things, 
you know, that you experience right there. I mean, in your mind, your head, then you got abuse. That's, I mean, all of that stuff, you know, but you're still here and you've given a, a, a testimony about it and, and you don't, you didn't allow that to break you. You allowed it to build you, to make you better, to make you stronger, to make you more loving, caring, understanding. So I absolutely love that about you. And I'm so grateful that we have you on tonight. So I want to ask you another question. So the question I want to ask you, can you tell us, the listening audience, how you step out, out on faith to become um, the speaker of Tina Marie um, speaks, like, you know, through through all the things you went through in life, and you um, experienced all, a lot of this, a lot of trauma and things of that nature, but what was it that was just your defining moment when you said that I am going to be that one to, to step out? And be the one that would that would just that would speak and just really be that voice for other people. What um, some of the things that you can tell us that catapulted you there? You know, when you just had to make that faith walk into this ministry. Definitely, um, through the ministry, um, I was part of a teaching program. It was called Kids on the Block mm-hmm. um, for a church that I was in in New York, and they had a ministry called kids on the block which i absolutely loved i was one of their teachers every saturday and i would see so many different women being hurt in so many different ways and not having a voice and then the kids not being able to say anything and i said if i'm ever in a position you know when that when that program ended because the funding ended i said i still god god still put it in my heart to keep going after these kids uh-huh. and then when I was in um when I became a special ed teacher I would see the same thing I said God you keep placing this in, in front of me uh-huh. you know I know you'll provide I would set up groups in my home on Saturday morning come on let's go we're going to McDonald's let's go we're going to the library um uh-huh. I would find free things to do with them and the parents like you're not taking any money no that's okay we're good I got a cover yeah, I would take them to places that they know, even in New York, you know, you know, some people have never even seen the sites. I would take them to the Statue of Liberty. I would take mm-hmm. them out of that five block radius. And mm-hmm. the, the defining moments for me to do this and the reason why I did this was one when I knew I wanted to become a teacher mm-hmm. because of my second grade teacher. Mm-hmm. Because she instilled, she spoke life into me. Come when on people now. told me I was dumb and I couldn't Ooh. learn, you're, you're, you know, you know, you're dark, you're an Oreo, you'll never learn, you're stupid. She came out of herself and said, you Come are on. going to be somebody. So from <laughs> that day on, I always wanted to be a teacher and I made a vow then and committed to God, I will never let another child feel that ever. I will never Mm. let an adult feel Mm. that way. I can tell Mm. you another transparent moment from the book of Tina Marie. Not only that, when when I became a mother for the very first time, my Mm -hmm. son Paul Aaron passed away when he was four years old. That Mm. was my second defining moment. I will mm-hmm. never let another mother, father, or, you know, someone. It doesn't always, you don't always have to give birth naturally to right. a child. I will never let someone do that again. Those were my three, one of 
and I should say my my fourth defining moment to commit to doing what I do now and be an advocate for the voiceless and the underdog was when I saw a woman being beat in front of me. I said, oh, no, there's no way. There's no way. That's not going to happen. That's yeah. not going to happen. When oh, I saw when my son passed, when my grandparents were killed right in front of me on Christmas, mm. I said, ah, no more. Because of greed, I said, no more. This is it. Come God, on. it stops. God, you need to help me make a way. Come on. That's what made me, that's what I vowed and I committed myself to do. Even if it's in the smallest of ways. I said, God, let me do something to somebody. I don't care if it's an encouraging word, if it's, an, mm-hmm. if it's a smile, if it's a hug, if it's, hey, how are you doing? Hey, how are mm-hmm. you doing today? That's what I'm going to mm-hmm. do. And, I will, and I will do it until my last breath until God takes me home to glory. Come on. Come on. Amen. You see what was birth. You see what was all that was birthed out of your pain. And I just oh, yes. listen. Don't you know we need people like teachers? People don't even understand how significant and how important teachers are, and how okay. you know she said she came out of herself. And yes, you know what I'm saying. Sometimes, yes. sometimes you're gonna make me. You're gonna make me get up. You're gonna make me raise up. You're gonna make me listen. Teacher, well, I'm listening. When it comes down to somebody's soul, when it comes down to telling, talking to somebody, message to someone, to you know, empowering, encouraging them, she listen. Mm-hmm. And, and if a, somebody mm-hmm. sit there and say you're unteachable, you're you're stupid, you're, I mean, that hit a nerve for even me. That teacher must mm-hmm. have been through something. To make her come out of herself, to make her raise up and say something. I commend teachers and male and female teachers that be in this capacity and they stand up and they say, you know, I don't get paid for this. And at this point, but we're not going to. Because your future matters. And and a lot of students, you know, uh, life was formed and changed behind something a teacher said. A teacher said something, someone that they look up to, caused them to mm-hmm. fold and not be who God called them to be. And some teacher said something negative that made them come up. I remember this this guy, this is a powerful speaker. I'm going to say this one day. Queen Anderson Um, This powerful speaker, Mr. Les Brown, said that a teacher mm. was like, oh, he, you know, he, he can't talk, he can't do this and whatever. And we know Les Brown. What is Les Brown yeah. doing? Uh, he's, he's talking. He's ministering. He's on all this stuff, you know. But it, it, but but that teacher said something negative about him, but it did something in him, you know, because what if he didn't have that drive? What if he didn't have something inside of him that wanted him to push forward? What if what that teacher said would have made him go home and commit suicide? Amen. And so Amen. for a teacher to stand up and come out of herself, to speak and say something. It also yes. was something for you to say, I am going to also be that one because I don't never want somebody to feel the way I felt ever in life. Amen. I never want somebody to feel like that. Amen. And, it's and it, was my, it was my grandmother also. She says, baby girl, you can do whatever you want. You can go beyond the stars. So between my grandmother, my mother, right. my grandmother slash mother, and that mm-hmm. teacher, mm-hmm. oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-mm-mm. And it's to speak life, to speak to you, and to tell you that, listen, so that's great that you had, you know, women in your life, women of God, women of faith, women yes. that yes. understood to speak life into you constantly, you know, I mean, my God, 
he became you know, what they think. Mm. Come on. You know what I'm saying? Like, he's powerful. My God. Not, you know, listen. Like, hey, come on here. I'm trying to tell you. Because it's, it's, some, it's some people that have said other things about people. They became what they said. They had something exactly. negative to say about them. You ain't going to mount mm-hmm. them. Nothing but this and that. And that's what they became. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? So it's power in your word. It is so Amen. And that, you know, mm-hmm. I, I love the Thank fact you. that also for younger children, you know, being their voice. Like you said, you know, they you know, they couldn't talk, they couldn't speak up for themselves, you know, couldn't say a word. But it feels good to be somebody who feels helpless and have somebody to stand up behind them and say, I got your back. You don't have to say a word. I'm gonna speak up for you and to feel that safety, that security, to feel comforted, to feel that warm sensation, to feel that real love, that feel like somebody's there, somebody finally got my back and somebody really understand me and, and to feel love. I mean, it's just a it's a beautiful thing. It is beautiful. So Queen, you keep doing what you're doing. And thank you. So much. I get like I pass it to Queen Understand before I get excited. You <laughs> thank know you so much. This next question I'm I'm about to ask you, Queen. I'm getting tickled. Because everybody hearing the sweet side of Tim Marie's speech, right? <laughs> and then I'm looking at, okay, this next question, I'm like, Papa, what is woman? Because I know our audience is listening going to be like blown away by this question. But I'm just going to let our audience know, yes, there's some queens on this in this camp that you hear. And we some gangsters when we have to be, right? Okay. So, yes, ma'am. Said, yes, ma'am. <laughs> Listen, listen. It's so let me, Peter's let me, up in here. Y'all know what Peter did. He cut, he cut the ear off. Let me, oh. let me say this. Yes, okay, Queen Ernestine, please let me say it. Yes, I am from, I am from. No, I'm gonna. I'm. I'm I do not mean to intentionally interrupt you. Yes, I am a Peter. <laughs> I am from Brooklyn. Okay, I will say it very clearly. I will say it. I do not sugarcoat things. I am strong-willed. I am stubborn. I will go through hell to snatch a soul back. Amen. And I will. I will pray for you. I will pray for you as I'm laying hands on you. So get me on I just needed to say that. Come on now. I'm gangster. See, I'm gangster for God. Come on now. See, you gotta get it. We're gangster for God. Yeah, that's that's the team I play with. Come that's on. right. <laughs> I'm a gangster for God. You better recognize gangster for God. But I just want to <laughs> blow my mind how phenomenal you are. And part of your resume is that you you have about background in training in law enforcement. And I'm, yes, I'm not talking to anybody who's seen the movie Police Academy and, you know, the little lady with the small voice. I'm not talking about you yeah. as that type of uh, a queen because yeah. she was a queen too. She didn't play. But I'm, you know, so with your background in law enforcement, how did it help you become the successful entrepreneur and community leader? Because let me just say this. You have to understand the boroughs that she came from, New York, being in New, living in New York, New York City, and we all seen, you know, things on the news and everything. But you are a woman in this type of environment in, in dealing with um, men. You are in a man's world. You, you are in law enforcement. So can you give us the background of your gangster? 
<laughs> my gangster, my my gangster for God. Um, my background in law enforcement came when I left teaching, and that's a story in by itself because the principal that I worked for was racist. Okay, the principal that I worked for was racist. Um, I worked for students. I worked in high school. Believe it or not, I'm five one. I am very short. Okay, mm-hmm. and I saw them getting arrested, and I would defend them. So I said, you know what? I can't. I can't watch this woman throw innocent, not innocent. Yeah, they did things wrong, but they didn't deserve to be behind bars. Right. So when I went against her, you know, you know, we all know this political red tape. Okay, she got me fired mm. willfully. She had it, you know, she had the person in her, from HR in her pocket, and I got fired. But what she did, what God revealed, God revealed it to me, I applied for the academy prior. Because oh. God said, no, go and do this. Mm-hmm. I said, God, you want me to do what? What? I said, okay. I said, God, you must be crazy. Because me and I have a conversation like I'm having a conversation with you queens and as my sisters and friends are around the kitchen table, I said, God, you must be crazy. You want me to become a what? Now, mind you, my son was 13 and my daughter was only two at the time, okay? And I said, okay, went through the academy, went through my issues. I was having abusive situations at home. So I said, you know what, God, I'm going to do it. I'm going gi- to take this most giant leap of faith and I'm going to do it. Mm. It built... It built, it built, it rebuilt my strength Come in on. myself. Ooh, it rebuilt courage. It rebuilt mm-hmm. boldness that I didn't mm. even knew I had. It Come built on. the side of me that said, you know what? That when you're in, a, in an abusive situation, you're beat down. You don't believe in yourself anymore. God says, mm. no, 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 I'm going to give you this so you can start believing in yourself. God. And being in the streets, as you know, in Brooklyn, because that's where I was. I was stationed in Brooklyn. And it just was, listen, I went through the academy, came out, and did what I had to do. And I met with some (laughs) challenging people. But I was grateful because it made me stronger. I met yes. drug dealers that I was able to talk to them and treat them as people, and they left mm-hmm. that kind of life. They would sit and talk to me, you know, listen, I'm only in this life because I need to feed my family, mm. you know, and, and, and I got to see a different side. Yeah, there's an ugly side to people. Yes, did I have to put people behind bars? Yes, I did. Would I change anything about what I did being in law enforcement? No. Being one of the women, I have to say, in law enforcement, because there wasn't that many, I thank God for the men that surrounded me because they were real men. They mm-hmm. never, they were never disrespectful to me. Mm-hmm. Never. Come on. Never tried anything, never said anything derogatory, but I never left myself open for it. Right. I said, I'm not about that. Yeah. You know, you're not going to use me and then just try to, you know, throw mm-hmm. me away like a dirty tissue. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That ain't going to happen. 
Right. And they were respectful, and we, and, you know, and I still to this day when I go back home, that's my command. I still go in and say, "Hey guys, how you doing?" They go, "You ready yeah. to put your uniform back on?" I said, "Oh no, no, no." And I was, no, and I can I can tell you I was shot in the line of duty, mm-hmm. and I hit, you know, I was shot in the line of duty because of a gangbanger. Mm-hmm. And I, I'm here to say, God got God got the glory once again. Come on. Girl, that energy cannot win with you. You hear me? Mm-mm. He cannot win. Nope. Nope. And he can't have anybody I'm connected to either. Thank yeah. God. Thank <laughs> you. Well, I want to thank you for um, having this transparent moment with us. Um, Queen Yolanda herself came from the correction facility, so she got a little <laughs> gangster in <her> too. <laughs> See, I knew you were gangster, God. I knew you were. Your life and that's, that's not yeah, an easy say. job either. <laughs> oh, oh goodness, yeah. I'm not gonna say anything. So yes, I am telling you, like you have to have, um, for you know, think about the key word you said. I didn't leave no space for them to disrespect me. So even in your line of duty, you're around a bunch of men, and you said the key word, real men. They were there to protect you and things like that. But they respected you because you first respected yourself, you know, and so they didn't get out of line because you didn't give them, listen, I listen. I made a line, created a line, so I'm not going to cross the line with you. Do not cross the line with me, okay? And right. so that, you know, that, that makes it real, you know, and then, like you said, you was able to minister to people to understand where they're coming from. So we sit back and we watch them. And we judge them and things like that. You know, you have stories where you have people that are out there doing it. They don't care. They become callous because you do become callous after selling drugs, you know, you and, and you still want to make that money. You're in the game. You know, you're in that life. You do become callous when you just don't care no more about the people, how it's affecting them and things like that. And you have some people say, I just, I'm just trying to make a living. I just want to get this so I can get me and my family out of this gutter. I just want to be able to be my family, you know, and things like that. You hear those stories, and then you got stories that you hear, you know, being in a police force, you know, of why are you selling your body, why are you doing this, and why are you doing it. I'm sure you have heard it all, being in a force, especially when you start looking at them like they are who they are, human, because they are human. So that's a powerful story. I'm telling you, you got so much. We, I mean, we ain't even, I mean, we're still digging. We still, we still coming up with money. All, all <laughs> still, traveling, honey. Amen. I'm telling you, we're still finding so much more about about Queen Marie. So I want to ask you a question. So, um, of your life experiences being in the um in the um corporate um world, have any of your life experiences been incorporated in your um books or your sermons? If so, highlight a few of them, like. Some of the things um, that you ministered, you preached about, uh, talked about, or even in your book, you know, highlight some of you may have spoke about. Okay, two books that I have that are out are anthologies. Mm-hmm. Um, Take the Cape Off Sis. Um, uh, that book is out on Amazon. It became a number one bestseller, thank God. Um, mm-hmm. In the Christian section, and 12 beautiful, strong black women. Um, the visionary of that book was Shaquan, um, I cannot pronounce, okay, is her last name. Um, and that book tells the personal, the little Tina Marie. It tells mm. about my mother and my father, 
um, just to get a glimpse of who I am and where I came from, and especially giving on it to my hometown of Brooklyn. The second anthology, which I've done, which is about to come out, I believe in January, and that's it's your time test, and that shows the and that shows the heart of a woman mm. and what we go through. So that's part yep. of things you know, sharing different things that I have done and the women that I have met, you know, without mm-hmm. the names. But I put their journey into into that story. And then there'll be, I'm working on where God has given me another book because of the journey that I'm on right now with the breast cancer and the lung cancer. Mm-hmm. So there's going to be two more books being God has been able to help Ooh. me first. Um that are going to be coming out. My God. So that's, and as the sermon, I did a five-part series on the fragile heart mm. for Ooh, women. I, I have a question for you. Did you ever, did you ever ask God, why am I going through so much? God, why me? What, God, what did I do? Did you ever ask God why yes. your life was? Yes. I said, God, why did I, and, 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 you know, that's, that's only a God-given question that can God, that God can give you to say that. Because I asked God that when I was four years old. Mm-hmm. Why did my mother leave me? Come I on. asked when I was 10 years old in school, God, why does my teacher hate me so much? Um, when I was 21 and oh. my son was born, my son was born with special needs. God, why? Why? What did I do when I was raped? When I was I was raped three times. No, I was oh, raped God. four times. I'm sorry. I was raped four times, once by okay. a stranger who was stalking mm-hmm. me. God, why me? Three oh, more God. times I was raped by a man who I was who I was madly in love with, married to, raped me three times. God, mm. why me? So he said and I kept saying, Why me? Why is why did the homelessness, why did this happen? Why, you know, why? You know, God, why? And he says, you asked me to send you. Those are his mm. exact words. You mm. asked me to send you, to use you. Mm. Heartbreak after heartbreak. You know, the abusive situation, the heartbreak. You know, when I say I understand about heartbreak, people not loving you the way you want to love you know you want to be loved or you need to be loved uh, i know that heartbreak and i said god why i'm doing why? everything you want me to do why 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 mm. and god said you told me you wanted me to send you thank you my god I, and i stopped saying okay god not instead of why me okay why not me come, come on here come on hey, holy ghost Amen. Help somebody get free. Help somebody get free tonight. Amen. Woo. Amen. Why not you? Why, Why not, not? me? Amen. Why not? I got breath in my lungs. I'm able to walk. I'm able to do. Why not me? He's been good to me. Mm. That just confirms what I said earlier. He was built for this. Come good. on. Go ahead, Queen. Go ahead, Queen. Queen, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Uh, okay. I'm, 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 I'm
I do want to um, ask you this question, Quinn, because we're getting ready to, you know, wrap things up so we can go for the day. But I do want to ask you this question. Certainly. Um, if you can give one affirmation to the kings and queens who are tuning in to our show, what affirmation would you say to them? And then, and then tell us how can we reach you. The affirmation I would give them, um, it's an affirmation plus a scripture. You are whole, you are healthy, you are valuable, you are worthy. And the scripture I would give them right behind that is Joshua 1.9. Be strong and courageous. Mm. And you can reach me at www.MissTinaMarieSpeaks.com. I am on all social media, Instagram, Facebook, LinkedIn, um, and TikTok. I have two pages, both a personal page, which is Tina Marie Rodriguez, and a public figure page on both um, Facebook and Instagram. My public figure page is Miss Tina Marie Speaks. And you can also reach me by email at Tina, T-I-N-A, at M-S. TinaMarieSpeaks.com. Amen. So, so thank you all for listening in on tonight. I pray that you all wrote all of that down, that you can get in contact with this woman. And y'all got to go out there and, and keep your eyes on her. Follow her on Facebook so that you can get hope to her book. I mean, she got, you see, she got some proper testimonies and story to tell. Remember at the beginning, I told you all, I said, make sure that you have your pen and your paper so you can write down this stuff. Whenever we have guests, especially guests like Queen Tina Marie, you have to have your pen and paper so you can write down their information. So just in case they leave behind something, you can contact them. They may just have a word just for you or somebody in your family or a loved one. Thank you for that, Queen Tina. I'm going to give my mic for a moment, give it to Queen Ernestine. Queen Ernestine, what do you have for us tonight? I am just so in awe with this queen. Um, one thing she did not say, she do have her own uh, platform on Clubhouse. There yes. Share. Yes, thank you. I'm so sorry. On Club- no, you don't have to be sorry, but I do because, it's, as I said earlier, it's a wealth of information. Uh, you're a treasure chest of jewels, and we just thank you tonight for dropping these generational jewels. I'm so proud of you. I love you so much. I'm glad for the kingdom connection. God got great doors opening up for you. So I'm just super excited. I'm like a little kid at a candy store and just watching God just do his thing. And like I said tonight, I've been saying it all night. You built for this. You are an overcomer. And I'm just telling you now, the world is getting ready to watch you grow, build, and overcome. So my hat go off to you. I bow down, Queen. I just give you your flowers. I give you the honor. I appreciate Queen Yolanda Mitchell uh, rolling out the purple carpet tonight. And Queen, I turn it right back to you, Queen. Thank you so much. You know, Thank you. you. Um, if I may say something before we close, um, Queen Yolanda, thank you guys so much. I want to celebrate you both because even though you don't know it, um, you've given me so much strength because this has built me up, um, both professionally and personally. Um, you know, 
on social media. You know, we say it's so negative, but I've seen mm-hmm. some of your um, I've seen some of your posts and your messages you send me. Um, Queen Ernestine, <laughs> even though we're gangsters for God, that's going on a T-shirt, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> and you know, we have a special connection, as you know, as everybody should know, we do have a special connection. And I thank you because she keeps me on her toes just as much as I keep her on her toes. So thank Amen. you for this blessing of being on this interview. And God bless Amen. you mightily and abundantly, both of you, and all the Queen Vicky and the Apostle as well, and this show. Amen. Thank Amen. you. God bless you. Thanks, ma'am. And thank you for that. We have, we have a beautiful um, leader of, of Dr. Alton and Dr. Nikkei Natson, the founders of Zenith Radio Show. We just absolutely love, yeah. love, love, love. And we're always, you know, um, rooted for people to come on and have their own radio show, TV show, on Zenith Radio Show, because it's a, a beautiful family. And they are some beautiful people. And I just, I absolutely love it. We all, we all love this show. We love, we love this, what we do. This is ministry for us. And to have beautiful people like yourself to come on and give your testimony to talk, to minister. I mean, it's a blessing for us. You know, yes. that when people like you all who hearts are in the right place that are going to minister to people that want to see people really do great and do good, you know, I, it's, it's a blessing to have you all on. It's an honor, you know, for us. So thank you for your yes also, Queen. And so Amen. we're going to get ready wrap things up we do ask that you know for those who are listening out there we do uh, accept gift offerings so if you would like to give to the show you would like for the show to continue to go on we do accept um offerings um you would like to give anything go to um cash app you can cash app us at newbie and queen that dollar sign capital n lowercase e w capital b lowercase e i n g capital Q, lowercase U-E-E-N. That's Nubian and Queen. So if you would like to donate, come on and donate and give to this show. Listen, we have beautiful guests to come on the show, and they have beautiful stories to tell. We have a wonderful administrator, Queen Ernestine. She does a phenomenal job. We have uh, Queen uh, Pastor Vicky. She gets on the show, make powerful moves, sacrifices to get on. And then we also have our, our handsome king that just joined us, King Apostle. We miss him so much. And we're going to um, 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 go ahead and get ready to close out. But before I do it, Queen Ernestine, is there anything else you would like to say before we close out? Before we get ready to close out, is there anything you would like to share tonight before we close out? Yes, I just want to just uh, let everybody know we do have Christmas coming up. Uh, ooh, it just seems like this year went by so fast. And fast. I do have a book on, on pre-order right now called Free by Love. So please go to my platform. I, I can be reached on Ernestine L. Smith on Facebook. Ernestine is spelled E-A-R-N-E-S-T-I-N-T. On Instagram, Earn for Love at E-A-R-N, the number four, L-U-V as in Victor. So please, just as a, a Christmas gift to someone, two books for $25, two autograph books for $25. The first 25 people will also receive a free gift. So please be a blessing to someone on Christmas and 
buy my book for them. I promise you it will bless them. Free by Love on on pre-orders right now. So please go to my platform and um, click the link or send me a direct message, and I'll tell you how to get it. Love you. Back to you, Queen. Amen. And thank you for that, Queen. Thank you so much, Queen. Tina Marie, it's been a blessing, you all. It's a blessing, blessing, blessing. Thank you all so much for your time. Thank you, Queen Augustine, uh, for hanging in there with us. This has been a beautiful show. I love you all so much. Thank you. Thank you, listening audience. You've done well. Thank you all. Continue tuning in. And don't forget to invite others to come on Zenith Radio Show. Listen to us every Thursday night at 7 o'clock p.m. We are always here by the grace of God. So ask others to tune in. Ask them to download the app on Zenith Radio Network. Okay? There's always some beautiful music on there too. Amen. Thank you all. We love you all to life. Y'all take care, kings and queens. Peace and blessings.